Hey Sis, it's a weekly shakedown of the binary walls around us. Breaking it out and building a bridge. Checking our biases with empathy and humility and questioning the status quo. It's about building allyship that is intentional and confident. Transgender Day of Awareness is special because you have to respect people and who they are. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hey Sis. Today's episode is extra special as we are celebrating Transgender Day of Visibility, which is happening this Wednesday. So the International Transgender Day of Visibility, also known as TDOV, occurs every year on March 31st. This day is dedicated to celebrating transgender people, their contributions to society, and raising awareness of discrimination faced by transgender people worldwide. The day was founded by U.S. transgender activist Rachel Crandall of Michigan in 2009 as a reaction to the lack of LGBTQ plus recognition of transgender people. Um, so it's really important to kind of understand the distinction, I think, between the Transgender Day of Visibility versus the Transgender Day of Remembrance, which occurs in November. Um, so originally, uh, TDOR, which is the Transgender Day of Remembrance, was the only well-known transgender center day. And this mourned the murders and suicides of transgender people, which is extremely important, but it did not allow people to the ability to celebrate the living members of a transgender community. Which is so true, right? Because um, like we have on one side Transgender Day of Remembrance, um, which which is really, like you said, important to acknowledge. Um, but without this day of visibility, without being able to celebrate the trans community that is all around us, um, that is here and working with us and going to school with us, and that we're going to continue to have uh, the Transgender Day of Remembrance because in actuality, really without visibility, you have invisibility, which is mm-hmm. essentially a razor, I think, is, is how I kind of think of it. Right, Isaac? Yeah, no, I 100% agree. Yeah. And so when we think about, you know, celebrating our living trans community, I, I love Deshanna Neal's words. Um, we recently spoke to Deshanna Neal, um, who is the author of My Rainbow, and she was talking about her daughter, Trinity. And here's what she had to say about transgender people and awareness. I wanted people to see her blackness as something that was so beautiful. You know, the only time you would hear about black trans femmes and girls and women was usually after they died and it really I'm like we are more than our deaths you know celebrate us while we're here and she's here and she's amazing I think everything that she said is so incredibly true because you know it's important to look at trans people as trans people but there's so much more to trans people there's so much intersectionality between that so you have to recognize trans experiences and how diverse and unique they are so for instance my experience as a non-binary white person living in Canada is going to be completely different from you know a black trans person or Latino trans person potentially you know living in the United States or living in another part of the world so you know as important as it is to focus on the facts Um, that we're celebrating trans experiences, I think it's really important to also focus on those other aspects that contribute to our transness. 
Yeah. So on this day, you know, around the world um, with COVID, obviously this year, um, there's not a lot happening as far as celebrations go in person, understandably. But this has always been a really big day on social media. And you can check out the campaigns that are happening all around the world um, on your social media platforms, Facebook or Twitter and Instagram. Um, and see what uh, the trans community is doing by checking out the hashtag TDOV2021 or hashtag TDOV. And you're going to see some amazing people posting selfies and sharing their personal stories uh, and generally um, working on raising awareness and increasing visibility all around. And so when Isaac and I were looking at this podcast and, and this particular episode, we wanted to reach out to people that we know within the community and people who may be tuning in to our podcast. And we asked listeners to share with us uh, what they found important um, and what we, they found particularly meaningful to them around Transgender Day of Visibility. Let's hear a few of their clips. Hi, I'm the mother of a five-year-old transgender daughter, and Trans Day of Visibility means that my girl can grow up in a world where she can take up space and just focus on being a kid. Our non-binary kid turns nine this year, and we live on PEI, and Trans Day of Visibility is important for me because there isn't enough representation out there for trans and non-binary kids, and they just don't get to see themselves reflected very much in media, in books, um, just in everyday conversations and life. And so, unfortunately, we have to make a special day and make a special effort to let them know that they are loved and seen and accepted and what that looks like. I'm seven and I'm a transgender girl. Transgender Day of Awareness is special because you have to respect people and who they are. Because you can teach people about transgender. I want people to treat me good and respect who I am. Uh, so for me, what stands out is, is I believe that any, uh, any members of our community uh, need to be recognized for the contribution um, and who they are and what they bring uh, to the world to, to the world around them. But in particular, I believe marginalized groups certainly do need to have a day, uh, if possible, just set aside so that that we pause and take a moment and we reset and we look at the contribu contributions in our community uh, and uh, what a struggle and uh, that uh, transgender people have. Uh, in, in our communities and institutions in our society. So with that, on March the 31st, um, I'm really hoping that uh, uh, that we take that time and we pause, all of us, and uh, really celebrate the incredible contributions uh, within our communities, within our provinces, countries, and all over the world. Trans Day of Visibility for me as a parent of a trans child gives me hope that other family members, caregivers, friends, and the community will come to understand trans people as we have, as people who have no experience um, within the trans community prior to having a child um, who is trans, 
we need at the trans community. And I'm, and I'm so thankful for those who were willing to be courageous and be visible and fight for trans rights who came before my son so that we were able to best understand how to support him and to become familiar with the community that we weren't familiar with. The Trans Day of Visibility should hopefully allow people to accept that being trans is not a deficit. It's not an illness. It's not bad. It's who people are. And it's another beautiful piece of diversity in the human form. I hope that people will come to accept trans folks as they should and the violence against them will stop. We're a long way from that right now, but the hope is there, and I know that things are getting better. I feel that Trans Day of Visibility and Trans Week of Visibility is ever so important, especially this year. With everything that is going on in the world and the hatred that we see each and every day, trans women of color are disproportionately killed and taken out far too soon. We have to look to our past. We have to create our present and hope for the future and make sure that everyone has the equal rights and the equal understanding that we all deserve the same rights. We need to make sure that our non-binary and trans community is uplifted, felt heard, felt needed, and felt wanted. We are here and we are not going anywhere. I just want to take a second to thank everyone for sending along your messages and your stories and for being vulnerable and telling us, you know, what TDOV means to you. So I think with that, maybe we can kind of dive into what TDOV means to us. Like, is there anything in particular that you're celebrating on this day or anything that you're special that you're going to be doing to celebrate? Yeah, Isaac, well, I'm glad that you asked that. I thought about, you know, we moved into a new home in a new ha- neighborhood, and I thought about putting a flag up, a trans flag in our front window. And unfortunately, our boxes are still stacked high in the basement, and I need to dig them out. But I think it's a really great day that um, I always have a trans um, bracelet that is on my water bottle that I carry around with me. Um, so I'll probably take that out and about or put on a pin on my lapel um, or just generally even start a conversation. Um, actually, it was fantastic. My kids go to a little um, convenience store here in the neighborhood. And they said to me, like, when they go in, um, the owner there always asks kids, so what are your pronouns? How oh, really? That, right? Like, I just think it's so great. Um, but I want to ask you, Isaac, so, like, when we put this out to, to some people um, to share with us what, you know, what Transgender Day of Visibility means to them, you know, there was um, some reaction from some parents that said, oh, I'd rather not participate because my kiddo is stealth and I don't want to out them. Now, obviously, mm-hmm. we said this is completely anonymous. It's audio only and you're completely safe here with us. But um, that whole thing like around like that really kind of isn't the, the essence of it, isn't it? Is that 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 idea that somebody actually has to live stealth. I mean, if you want to because it's your choice. That's one thing, but when you have to do it for safety reasons and all that, I just think, you know, that's, you know, at the bottom line of why this is so important so that we can move beyond this place where we have to hide our kids or, or hide ourselves because we're afraid of being accepted or violence or not getting a job or not being rented to or anything like that that happens, you know, these awful things that happen to the trans community and gender nonconforming people all the time. Yeah. And I think, I think it's important to note too, that visibility comes 
And it really comes and goes, and it really depends on the person. You know, visibility to one person might just be having their pronouns and maybe their, you know, email signature or maybe having their pronouns on their Twitter bio. Um, but to another person, maybe it is like wearing a trans leg or being open in the community and being openly, you know, trans or queer. Um, and it's important, you know, especially on a day like this, to not just focus on the big things, uh, not just focus on the individuals who are comfortable and capable of putting themselves out there because I know myself, I, it's a huge privilege to be able to have the platform that I do and to be able to speak on this podcast about my own experiences. Um, and that's how I choose to be visible with my transness, but that doesn't mean that every single trans person to be visible, you need to be doing it to the caliber, you know, that I am or that another person is um, just, you know, being yourself on transgender day of visibility is a vis- you being visible enough and you being authentically yourself is what's most important in whatever means or fashion that is. Um, yeah. And I think, I think it's really important too, for allies to understand that, you know, trans people will come out when they feel that they need to, and it doesn't need to be a big, huge event. It could just be kind of, as I said, as simple as putting your pronouns in the bot in your bio or like putting, you know, a trans flag in your signature, things like that. Like that's enough to be visible. And you don't even have to do that to begin with, to be visible and to be authentically yourself. It's important to, you know, have these days where we feel like we can, you know, kind of step out and there's conversations happening to make more safe spaces for people if they do choose to come out on Transgender Day of Visibility. And that's the day that they, they decide that they want to be the most visible. Yeah, because I think this is a day, isn't it, like on social media where you will find a lot of people um, coming out on social media for the very first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is always just so moving and, um, and so beautiful. And, um, and then, you know, on the flip side, you know, you might have somebody say like my kiddo and I know um, of some of the people with kids who, you know, they've transitioned young. Um, they're feeling like they're in a safe space right now. Um, they're really happy. And, but because they're so young, they're not aware of the, you know, the global struggles perhaps that, you know, the fellow trans community has shared. And so for them, it's just like, ah, eh, you know, it's just, it's, it's a day, mom. I'm just going to get on with it. I'm off to play soccer or I, you know, I'm just going to go to art or, you know, I ask my kiddo, do you want to, do you want to share something about what it means to you? And, you know, they, it, it, it's not something that they really felt pushed say into doing but it's just because to them they're accepted by everybody that they need to be accepted by they don't feel like they have to hide they don't feel like unsafe where they are right now and I just think that's where we need to get to for everybody Um, absolutely yeah space you know it's a great place to be yeah just feeling that you can you know, be your authentic self in whatever means that is our uniqueness of our own identities. We need to, you know, recognize that kind of, as I said, uh, towards the beginning that there's so many other layers, um, on top of just being trans that, you know, a lot of us, a lot of trans people have to go through, whether it be being BIPOC, um, being disabled, being neurodivergent, anything like that, experiencing homelessness, everything that is in our own identities, being trans is just one piece of the puzzle. And to whatever degree you celebrate your transness or you celebrate your identities is completely up to you. But I think it's so important to have a day that you can just, you know, 
freely choose if you want to be like, hey, I'm going to participate in today. Because, you know, of course, there's been some years in the past that I've been like, okay, it's just another day. Like, <laughs> you know, like life moves on kind of thing. Um, but it's important to recognize when people do use this day as a means to help elevate their experiences and they feel, you know, passionate that today is a day that they feel comfortable doing that. Um, you know, and any day could be that day, of course. For cis people then, for, you know, someone like myself or some, you know, someone who's cisgender, um, which as we all know is that your gender identity, um, aligns with your sex as a sign at birth, um, get involved and, and really listen to some of these stories. Maybe, you know, if you are on social media, media, Google that hashtag and, and take a listen to what's out there and what people are sharing. And then maybe, you know, share the love, like, you know, share something meaningful you know, on, on your timeline or comment, you know, in a kind way or, you know, share a like and let them know that they've, they've been seen, um, can be really great. And like you mentioned, which is always just so easy to do, you know, like just put your pronouns, um, in those digital signatures in your email signature, um, take a little step that, you know, might feel uncomfortable to you. Um, but it will go so far in creating um, positive conversations around inclusion and visibility and awareness um, that you can really feel like you are doing your part, that you are helping to make a difference rather than putting it all upon the onus of the LGBTQ plus community. Especially, you know, with kind of day celebrations, it's it's important to bring up the topic of um, folks who decide to use this day as like a sole meaning, a sole way to support the LGBTQ community, but they don't do anything the other 364 days of the year. Um, and that's why it's, you know, it's really important to have these conversations and as important as it is to do it on this day, it's equally as important to do it every single day of the year. Um, you have to be authentic in your allyship and, you know, make sure that you're always making space for trans people. And as important as TDOV uh, is to, um, trans people, I think it's equally as important for cisgender people and allies because it's a, it's an amazing day to just go online and learn something new or exactly as Cindy just said, just strike up a conversation with someone or support someone who's trans. Go out of your way to do something kind for another person on that day. Yeah, there's a really great, um, and now, I mean, it's gotten great reviews. I have not watched it myself, but, um, there's, uh, there's a new, I think it's a movie coming out, um, called Cowboys. I don't know if you've heard about that, but, um, you can Google, you know, movies that are, you know, positively featuring, featuring trans, um, trans characters. This one, um, is supposed to be amazing and is up for some awards. I believe one is the Sundance Award and, uh, and it features, um, a young, a young actor, talks about a trans youth and transitioning and love and family and, you know, even celebrating with a bowl of popcorn with your kids and, and watching something like that or checking out I Am Jazz or watching some, there's some great uh, videos, music videos online um, from some amazing trans artists um, and listening to some music, talking about the lyrics. That's another fun way that you could, you know, just spend a half an hour to an hour with your family or just on your own exploring you know what's going on in a positive way in the trans community you know i do think it'll be interesting when the real stats come out when they talk about you know upwards to one to three percent of people trans like identify underneath the trans umbrella um but we know that that number is higher we know because of you know the amount of barriers there are to being able to disclose who who you are 
um, that those numbers are actually much smaller than, than what they are in reality. Yeah. And like on that point too, like it's so important to realize that because a lot of time when, you know, people are considering trans people who aren't, you know, the nicest towards the trans community, they're always like, oh, it's just such a small portion of society. It's such like a small minuscule group of people, like who is it actually going to impact? But exactly your point that the numbers that we're actually seeing statistically are astronomically smaller than what it actually is. And that's because we have legislature out there that if, you know, you identify as trans, you can not get health care or you can be barred from certain areas or your children can't even, you know, participate in sports. And that's the reason why trans people and just queer people in general aren't coming out and aren't being open about who they are. There's so many people out there who can't be visible because if they are visible, it's, you know, it's choosing between your happiness versus your safety. And that's why, you know, it's important on days where people can celebrate that we celebrate and on the days that we mourn that we mourn because, you know, sometimes you might just not have that, that day again throughout the year. So you got to take from what you get and kind of, you know, <laughs> use it to the best of your abilities. And as, you know, sad as that is, and a lot of areas in the world that, it, that, that kind of is the reality. Um, but like these things are all happening at the same time as a state is able to legally bar trans people from accessing healthcare, mm-hmm. which is or try to pass a bill to prevent um, trans kids from participating in sports competitions as well. I mean, all of that is happening. We're really fortunate, aren't we up here in Canada mm-hmm. um, that, you know, while there is still a lot happening, you know, that it is transphobic. Um, we do have those human rights protections at least um, that can benchmark, you know, and help to prevent um you know, these kind of bills been being put forward to actually take away basic human rights of transgender individuals. But um, but it is important to continue to raise awareness because, you know, it's <laughs> I think there is a uh, there is a comic once or a post. I can't remember, but it, it was it was saying, um, you know, the year I can't believe the year is 2021 and you know certain areas of the world are still operating in like 20 or uh, 1940. <laughs> I know it's so true right um it blows my mind when we um see you know we hear that uh trans youth can be prevented in certain states in the U.S. from participating in sports and like yeah. about the health care and, and kids you know or pre- people being potentially banned from access to to health care or medical care because of um their gender identity. Um, mm-hmm. that, that is all happening. And that is why it's really important to raise awareness. And, you know, Isaac, I was trying to, I was having a look online to see like what people are doing and how they're celebrating. And um, one particular event that came up, so it was the 2021 Transgender Day of Visibility, and that's being hosted by the Transgender Health and Wellness Center. Now, it's sold out, unfortunately, online, but um, some of the headliners, I guess, and people that are participating through music and song and um, storytelling is uh, Ryan Casada, Skylar Pergel, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, and Nico Stormont. And we can put that on the blog, but um, because if you're interested, you can definitely like log on to YouTube and check out, which I did, some of their videos, um, which are great. I know um, Ryan Casada um, has a song on YouTube, YouTube called Daughter. And um, I was also listening to um, Nico 
um, and uh, Raquel uh, sing, uh, perform their song, Libra Gemini, which was also pretty cool. But it's, uh, yeah, it's kind of cool to kind of see what's what's happening around the world. And there definitely are some things you can participate in um, in online uh, if you Google it and then you log in through eventbrite.ca. COVID times aren't st- stopping celebrations. <laughs> it's definitely, definitely well needed when it comes to the uh, queer community because it's so hard to have accessible and safe online platforms for queer people. So it's, it's going to be nice once we're able to meet in person again, of course, when it's <laughs> safe to do so, but. Exactly. Um, and speaking of safe spaces, I just found one that is also happening on TDOV called Hands-On Weekly Crafting Circle. And that's done by the um, SFSS out on campus. So I don't know if I have no idea if that's like San Francisco Secondary School. I totally made that up. No, it's not. It's actually Canadian. It's the San- Simon Fraser Student Society. So that's oh. kind of cool. And it's a weekly crafting one. It's on um, Eventbrite and it's spelled hands-on with an exclamation point. And it's um, it's a cool uh, online crafting project that you can get together and you can do on TDOV as well. So if you have time and you're looking for something to do, that might be one that's fun to check out and being hosted um, from the West Coast. But anyway, no, there's a lot. And if you, you know, you can always reach out to us too at Connect at Simply Good Form if you're looking for some ideas on on how to celebrate or how to get involved. But then again, like I said, just Google hashtag TDOV 2021 and just have a listen and and have a view and, uh, and have a say. Um, and help to raise, help us all raise more awareness about why it's so important for everyone to have the opportunity um, to be visible and be seen and be safe. Well, that's all the time we have today, folks. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Hey Sis. Do you have any questions you want to ask or want to join in on the conversation? Email us at connect at simplygoodform.com. Thank you all. And remember, inclusion matters.